the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Every now and then, you'll have a cup you don't want to drink. Every now and then, God will allow you to go through some seasons where you just got to play the hand. And don't we wish in life we could throw the cards back and say, Miss Deal, give me another hand. I, I don't like my hand. I don't like the cup. Lord, this season I'm going through. How long, Lord? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something All right, let's read the vision together. The vision to equip people with the knowledge of God's word, to empower people to see God's face in daily prayer, to encounter and be filled with the Holy Spirit, to evangelize our community, our county, and our country, to embrace every person in godly love, for God is love for each one to reach one. All right, if you have your Bibles, your outlines, your nooks, your iPads, whatever you're going to use to follow along and take quality, copious notes. Let's, let's make our faith confession. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I believe that my life will never be the same after hearing and doing the living Word of God. In Jesus' name. Today, we're starting a new series entitled, A Question of Faith. A Question of Faith, part one is entitled, Do I Have to Drink This? Do I Have to Drink This? In the lobby, we'll have uh, uh, these brochures and a save the date. Streaming audience, God bless you. Thank you for following along with us today. A couple months ago, maybe six months ago, this movie was being made. And they were looking for some producers, and uh, opportunity came about, and they said I w- they wanted me to check the movie out. Uh, it's uh, the same people who worked on War Room, and um, saw it, liked it, and I said, okay, I'll help push it. So we are we are renting a movie theater on the thirtieth, and uh, we bought I pre bought seven hundred and fifty tickets, and uh, you can buy a ticket and we all go together. Amen. And I thought about it. I said, you know, I'm going to teach all this month on a question of faith. Not too long ago, uh, my son was a little ill, Josiah. And uh, we went to the doctor and they gave us a prescription. And uh, it was a bigger tablet than he's used to. And Josiah said, this is daddy, this is, this is a little big. I said, son, let's put it in your mouth. Put a whole bunch of water in the chug of love, swallow. So instead of doing that, Josiah decided to try to suck it 
you know, make it smaller. And then his face started to turn. You, you know when a child wants to throw something up, but they don't want to throw it up in your face, so they make that face like, I'm going to really swallow it. But you know you better watch them for a while because he'll go to a bathroom and, you know. So he says, Daddy, this doesn't taste good. I said, boy, I wasn't giving this to you for texture or taste. I gave it to you to swallow. He said, but daddy, it just don't taste good. I said, well, come here, son. Let's look at your issue. And I showed him his issues. I said, how do you like your issues? He said, I don't like them. I don't like them. I said, so what do you want to do? You want to keep your issue or you want to work with your solution? He said, okay, I'll give me the medicine. Give it to me. Last night, he took some medicine, and he broke it up himself. Because guess what? He understood the purpose in his pain. Uh, I like to play cards. Uh, I believe that I'm fairly proficient in the game called spades. Miranda, don't look like that. Uh, I gave you grace. Uh, amen. But she had all new rules. Her daughter <laughs> anyway, and we were playing that game, and I love it. And every now and then, I look at my hand, and it's a phone number. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you look at your hand, and you got no face calls, all you got is numbers. Nine one one. It's a problem. You you can't you can't win with that. And, and what I've learned in this life is every now and then, God will deal you a hand you don't want to play. Every now and then, you have a cup you don't want to drink. Every now and then, God will allow you to go through some seasons where you just got to play the hand. And don't we wish in life we could throw the cards back and say, Miss Deal, give me another hand. I, I don't like my hand. I don't like the cup. Lord, this season I'm going through, how long, Lord? What I love about God is that he's a seasonal God. So every season has an expiration date. This too shall pass. I know some of us today wish, Lord, he sends me some more cars. But we have to play the hand we have. And what I want you to understand today through this message is, Questioning your faith is not abnormal, but normal. And when you question your faith, you got to go back to the foundation. Number one, what is faith? Hebrews 11.1. 1. I never want to assume anyone knows anything. So I'm going to the basics. As I've been, since the healing series, God is dealing with me with my teaching style. You notice every Sunday now I give you foundational facts. And I struggle and I asked my wife when we were on our vacation, I said, do you like that? She said, no, it's perfect because it makes it redundant in reference to your learning and teaching. Amen? So I want to make sure you get it. Faith. Now faith is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact 
what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. For by this kind of faith, men of old gained divine approval. So they were separated by their faith. So the key aspect is the faith factor. Are you in faith? See, why is it so critical to have faith? Because you will have storms and trials and tribulations that hit your life. And if you focus on that, it will discourage you. But I can only get through this by faith. Everyone say by faith. Why do I need faith? Come on, girl. I hear you. Let's read it, church. Therefore, inheriting the promises depends. So guess what? All the promises that God has for you. You can only receive them by faith. So guess what? The whole book's irrelevant if you don't have faith. All the promises of God are received by So I have to stay in faith to receive what I need. He says, by faith, that is confident trust in the unseen God in order that it may be given as an act of grace, his unmerited favor and mercy, so that the promise will be legally guaranteed to all descendants of Abraham, not only for those Jewish believers who keep the law, but also for those Gentile believers who share the faith of Abraham, who is the spiritual father to us. Okay, so the promise is received by what? Faith. Now look what this says next one. Hebrews 10.38. But my righteous one, the justified by faith, shall live by faith, respecting man's relationship to God, trusting him, and if he draws back, shrinking in fear, my soul has no delight in him. So I can't please God outside of faith. So the question I ask you is, what, what mission, what plan, what vision are you in right now that's bigger than you? That you need to be in faith on? What muscle can you work, praise God, if you don't have something to push against it? I got to work my faith muscles. Jesus said this way, no man puts his hand to the plow and looks back is worthy of my kingdom. You got to be in it to win it. (laughs) I love this one. This, This will bless your life. How do I get faith? Romans 10, 17. And faith comes. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. 
Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. By hearing what is told and what is heard comes from preaching the message concerning Christ. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Pastor, why didn't you go to church? Because faith comes by and hearing by... Now, now, let me deal with church. It is good, and you should study your Bible. Right dividing your Bible. Yes. Amen. <laughs> the logos, the written word. Okay, I'm boom, boom. Hallelujah. But when I'm in church, as the word's going forth, a rhema word hits you. Pastor, what's the rhema? Rhema is, as God has a messenger speaking the word, it connects a dot to something you're going through. And that's why at church, everybody leaves with a different message. Because one person got this and one person got that. Why? Because see, the rhema hits you. That's why it's so key that the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Because something happens when believers... Get together, and the word says, iron sharpens. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. I love this next one. Can I get more faith? Now, look what this is. They came to Jesus. Look at this, y'all. The apostles came up and said to Master, give us more faith. But the Master says, you don't need more faith. Look, there is no more or less in faith. He is saying, work with what you got. You know, every now and then people say, well, if I was just a little bit taller, if I was just a little bit skinnier, if I, if I, as a young guy, uh, he just got traded to the Cavaliers, Isaiah Thomas. He said, man, if I was six foot six, I'd have been in the first, you know, the number one pick. But I'm 5'11". I said, well, you know what? If you want to sit and sulk about what you don't have, you'll never get to work. Guess what? The, he, he was an all-star this year at 5'11". Guess, guess what? He just worked with what he had. Work with what you got. Because the time and energy you waste talking about what you don't have. Look what he says. If you have a bare kernel of faith, say the size of a poppy seed, you could say to the sycamore tree, Go jump in the lake, and it will do it. Look at your neighbor. neighbor, Work with what you got. How can I please God? Let's read this together, church. Verse 6. But without faith, it is to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently. Now, question. I can't please God without faith. So the question is, today, are you pleasing God? 
What faith muscles are you working with? What are you pressing towards not knowing how it's going to work out? Are you in faith today? <laughs> Foundational facts. Let's get in the main course. Matthew chapter 26, the garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane, yeah, the pressing place. Then Jesus came with them to the place called Gethsemane or Olive Press. He told his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. The anointing comes through pressing. The anointing comes through pressing. The anointing comes through crushing. <laughs> the only way to stay in the place of pressing is prayer. The only way to persevere the pressing place is prayer. The only way to persevere the pressing place is prayer. The only way to get the promotion you seek is to press. But what happens when we get pressed, we get crushed, and we leave the pressing place because it's too tight. So that's why it's critical your prayer life is intact. Because I understand in the pressing place is where my anointing flows. And it can't flow unless I'm pressed. But the problem is I don't want press. But guess what? The only way to get your promotion is to get what? But see, I have to stay in the pressing room long enough for the oil to flow. But oftentimes we leave the pressing place because of the pressure. Pressure will produce a diamond or bust a pipe. It's all based on what you made of. Uh, I, heard, I heard LeBron James said this. It blessed my life. He says, uh, he says pressure is a privilege. He said, because if you don't have pressure, you ain't doing nothing. He says, pressure is an opportunity. He didn't know he was speaking the Bible. Pressure is just an opportunity for your anointing to come out. Because some people don't understand how you flow under pressure. I'm not flowing under pressure. I'm allowing my anointing. Oh, Holy Spirit. Your anointing only flows when you're being pressed. So sometimes you never get to the place God's called you to because you don't like to be pressed. You're running away from the place of your promotion. Breakthroughs come in the pressing room. Woo, glory. And I have to allow myself to get pressed, to get broken, because God uses broken vessels. So I make up my mind that though I don't like the season I'm going through, I realize it's for a greater good, for my glory to flow, I got to be pressed. And what happens, we miss our window because we leave the pressing place because we start murmuring and complaining that it's too hard. Whew. He says, he told his disciples to sit here. I'll go over there and pray. If Jesus had to pray, Do you think you might need to find some time in your schedule to pray? 
Oh, glory. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zedebi, James and John. Okay, another revelation. Uh, church, not a trick question. How many disciples did Jesus have? Twelve. Okay, boy, y'all will slow down. Just as we keep moving. Twelve. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Twelve disciples. Now, how many people did he take with him to the pressing room? Meaning, not everybody who's with you can go with you in the pressing room. Because what happens is, in the pressing room, people see some stuff on you that they never saw before. What happens in the pressing room, they see you in a different light. You know what? I thought he had his stuff together. But when I'm in the pressing room, guess what? Stuff don't look right. It's ugly in the pressing room. People look and say, oh, I thought he had his stuff together. No, I'm being pressed. And when you're being pressed, guess what? You don't look like all dignified. You might have one shoe on and once you are. And guess what? I'm in a pressing place. I'm going through. And when you're going through, it's not about being cute. I'm being pressed. And when you're being pressed, you can't allow what people to think about you to get you this hurry. I got one shoe. I'm just going to walk it out. Yes, Jesus. I don't care what you say about me. As long as I'm moving, you better understand not everybody can be with you in a pressing room. Jesus said, I'm grieved. I'm weak. Wait, wait. Aren't you the same Jesus that spoke to the water? Aren't you the same Jesus who took the fish and the loaves? Aren't you the same Jesus? And you're crying? You're hurting? Because what happens when you get close to anointing, you see the humanity of people. And what happens, you start to question because you realize they're real. They got issues too. And what happens, you lose, you lose track of what you're supposed to be focusing on because all of a sudden you start looking at their issues. You know, y'all can sit down. You know what happened? Let me get my shoe on. I thought that wasn't part of my play. Holy Spirit. I was getting pressed. <laughs> you, you, you know what happens? When a woman's going to labor and delivery, they say this, who do you want in the room with you? Because, see, in that room, you're going to see some things. <laughs> in that room, you're going to see some fluids. In that room, you're going to see some stuff. Your mind may not be right no more. <laughs> when you're in that room. You... So they say, who do you want in the room with you? Do I got it with you? Who, who do you want in the room with you? Because, see, when you're in this room, people are going to see some things. And, see, if they don't have your heart, they going to leave that room talking. Man, you should have saw that shit. <laughs> you in stirrups. One person got one leg. Another person got a lot of legs. And they talking about push. And you got that, the mean faces. <laughs> and you got to push that thing out. And you have to discern who can be in the room with me. In my present place. 
Because not everybody can handle you. Now, not everybody can see that you don't always have good breath. Now, not everybody can can see that you don't always have it. No, no, come on. The people closest to you know some stuff about you. Look at them and say, be quiet right now. Be quiet. Don't, don't say nothing. The people closest to you, they know some things about you. Do I got the people closest to you? They know all your dirt. <laughs> You're gonna be real good for the rest of the service now, huh? You... you've been listening to fresh wind with dr jomo cousins senior pastor of love first christian center in tampa florida if you've been blessed by the word today you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com all of us at fresh wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.